First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I have on the line right now Dr. Kent Hall from MVHS. Doc, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Well, it's, uh, we're, we're a little off today. Um, you know, it's the day before uh, a vacation, so... Yeah, I think I, I think your your wife is correct. The day before vacation is usually when the uh, the Indians get most restless. It is. Uh, <laughs> she also believes. My wife believes in craziness on a full moon. She believes it. There's something, and and you know, so does the tide, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, my the sister... tide changes based on the based on the moon. She, my wife, believes. She is swears. That, that on a full moon, things get crazy in the classroom. My sister works at the psych unit at St. Elizabeth's, and she can attest to that as well. Okay, be careful. <laughs> uh, Dr. Hall, what do you think? Um, well, I can tell you that as an emergency doc, you know, I always, I always um, was actually interested in working uh, on full moon days because uh, we definitely had an interesting group of patients that came in. Yeah, I, I think there's something about it. Um, you know, it may it might be a placebo effect, right? It's I think it, it could, could be could possibly be. But these kids in you know first, second, third grade, they don't know it's a full moon, unless their parents are like, "Now behave, it's a full moon." That is true. You know, so there that kind of erases if it can, the if placebo. If it can control the tide in the ocean, it most definitely can probably impact. Um, I, I want to start off this morning, uh, uh, Doc, with with numbers as to where you are, and uh, this is probably the freest holiday weekend we have experienced since march of last year uh yeah i would say actually probably since 2019 yeah yeah um so we uh we continue to have two patients uh two covid positive patients uh in uh, across the system one in each uh, campus um are you are you you know you continue to see stories about the uh, the delta variant and i you know i still reading still is this this morning reading headlines about um, how uh, beware! The next one is coming. The next wave is coming. Are 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 we looking at clickbait, or are these viable stories, real stories that we should be nervous about? So I would say um, that they they are real stories. They may be they may be overly um, or um, more dramatic than they need to be, depending upon the story that you're reading. This is what I would say about the Delta variant. It is, it is, a, um, it is something to definitely be concerned about. Um, you know, it is certainly more transmissible. It is definitely uh, uh, seems to uh, cause more severe disease. Um, what I will also say, and especially for our community here in Oneida County and in Utica, is that we have a very high um, immune, um, vaccination rate. Right. Yep. And the and all of the vaccines have been shown to protect against severe disease from the Delta variant. So you know, while while if you are unvaccinated, uh, I would be I would be very concerned. As a population, uh, I think that we're actually a pretty good spot. And I would also say that you know that is going to that the fact that we have a, a, such a high vaccination rate means that e- that those people that are not vaccinated 
have less likelihood of coming in contact with somebody who uh, can infect them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not in any way, shape, or form advocating people not to get vaccinated. Right. Because, this, because we don't know the next variant that's coming down the pike. And we don't know what's going to happen in terms of you know, whether the vaccines are going to be as effective as they are now for the next variant. Right, right. Um, and, you know, remember, the Delta variant started in India and is now worldwide. And the next variant will start somewhere um, and will also go worldwide because we are a worldwide community. We are not a community of Utica or Oneida County or New York or the United States. So we have to be aware of that and continue to be very vigilant. But as far as the Delta strain itself, uh, as the to the community at large, if you've been vaccinated, you're pretty well protected. You're not uh, worried about it. You're not overly overly worried about it. Correct. That is. Well, that's uh, great news. That's great news. That is. I, w- I want to ask you. We had someone calling the other day that said uh, he is a part of a health system, uh, and said uh, conversations he's had with other colleagues. Uh, is that the latest news that came out of the uh, the CDC on the heart inflammation in men 30 and under who have taken the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, that the number is higher than expected, um, than they, uh, the number is higher than they expected, and that that is worrisome, and maybe that would be a reason not to get the vaccine. How do you respond to that? Yeah, so um, I, I would I would offer a note of caution on that. So there are there are a few studies that have been published. Um, one study that that I think is very telling uh, actually comes from the U.S. military, and they have given uh, right. a number of doses, and of I think it was five hundred and fifty nine thousand case um, uh, doses, first and second doses that were given to U.S. military people. Um, they noted 19 cases of myocarditis. Uh, they would have noted in that same population some number between zero and ten. Uh, they can't, you know, it, it's always a range. Yeah. Um, and so what that tells me is that there is certainly some association with it, and, you know, you have to believe that there is probably something related to a cause and effect as well. Um, again, uh, it's mostly in men, and uh, the military is mostly men. But you know, now taking a step back and looking at the looking at the uh, other studies that have been published uh, in the general um, uh, general communities, you know, it seems to be mostly men. It seems to be mostly uh, relatively young people, people under the age of forty, uh, and uh, it does cause um, uh, inflammation of the heart muscle, which is called myocarditis. Yep. Um, in this small subsection of patients, it is a very small subsection. So, so, so yes, it does occur. It does not seem to cause severe disease in that patients do sometimes need to be hospitalized, um, but the but the chance of being in an ICU or dying is is very very small. Now, let's take that and put it aside and look at it compared to getting COVID. So if you get COVID, there is inflammation within your entire body, including your heart. Right. Um, that is a much higher percentage because uh, we're talking 19 out of 559,000, which is a pretty small number uh, as a percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas people that get severely ill and have inflammation 
in their body, you know, if you get COVID, is probably is is more in the range of two to three percent, which is a much bigger number. So if if we were talking about the same thing for the vaccine, then we would have seen it in, you know, uh, somewhere between 1,100 and 1,500 patients and we our um, service members, and we saw it in 19. So getting the disease is much worse than getting the vaccine. Okay. Um, that's interesting. And it certainly uh, you wonder about a lot of the, the, the long COVID effects that you keep hearing uh, that people complain about. You know, it has been six months since we had COVID in, in our house, Andrew, you as well. Um, my wife is now, for the very first time, able to, she's beginning to get her smell back. Wow. And prior to this. Thank God. Prior to this, she could either not smell something or it smelled what she said. Uh, what she smelled was plastic. It's chemically mm-hmm. is what is what she smelled. But now it is just starting to come back. Yeah. So so it so it is great that she seems to be coming out of the other en- en- end of this. Um, you know, there are people who got COVID, you know, a year ago and are still having symptoms. So, so we just talked about is really just inflammation and specifically related to the vaccines, inflammation of the heart, which, oh, by the way, there's no indication based on what we know now with millions of doses given of yeah. the both Pfizer and Moderna that, that there are, uh, there is excessive inflammation elsewhere. It doesn't mean that we're not going to find it as we continue to look, but if we do, it's going to be a very, very small population. Um, But, you know, there are, you know, what we talked about was inflammation related to the vaccines and then inflammation related to, to the native disease. But that's only one piece of this. You know, we're also talking about blood clots and we're talking about, you know, severe damage to your lungs and Mm -hmm. damage to other organs. And, and then, and then, you know, if and when you recover, then you've got these long COVID symptoms, whether it's brain fog or, you know, lack of smell and taste or just generalized weakness or, you know, or any of the others. So, again, getting the vaccine, much better for you, yeah. much less risky for you than getting the disease. I want to be the, and, and you know, I, I should mention, the, my wife is very lucky that, that smell and taste were the only side effects that she had. There are other people that have had much, much worse. So and when, when I talk about that, it, it, it's very annoying and very difficult when you can't smell something. I, I, I don't think we can until you can't smell food or, or things that aren't good for you. Um, it, is, uh, it, it is serious, but nothing compared to what other people have gone through. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, I, I do want to – the guy that, that called in about this also said – but beyond this, Doc, so I'm going to challenge you with his argument. Beyond this, we don't know what this is going to do down the road. It could cause cancer down the road. The vaccine could mean a, a sterilization of, of men and women. Uh, we don't know what could happen long term. How do you respond to that? So I, I would say, you know, yes, we, we do not know long, long-term effects. I would not uh, – I, I am – I would not start to land on specific – Entities such as, you know, sterilization or things like that. And the reason is because that, that tends to anchor something in somebody's mind. Right. Um, you know, what we, what we can say is that these vaccines have been out for six months. You know, they've been studied a little bit longer than that, so probably all told a year, maybe a little bit longer than that. They have been given to millions of people, but if you're talking about what's going to happen, 
you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you're right. We don't know that. Um, we also don't know that when we, with, with any of the other vaccines that have been developed. And again, messenger, um, messenger RNA or mRNA vaccines are new for infectious disease, but not new vaccines. And, you know, they have been used in other areas, specifically around cancer. Um, and what we have found is in those, in patients that have gotten these types of vaccines, that really the long-term effects have been vanishingly small. Yep. So okay. I'm not saying that that's going to be what, what happens yeah. here, but, but I use that as an example to say, you know, we can, we can be afraid of a lot of things, um, but I think that we should try to rationalize our fears to a certain extent. And, and, you know, that to me helps me to rationalize it and say, yes, it's possible, but it's not something that I'm going to overly worry about. Well, and that's the thing is I'm having a hard time understanding how a shot in your arm could lead to something like sterilization. Well, well you're, putting a, you're, you know? you're, putting a, you're putting medicine, basically, and I don't know the answer to that, Doc. I'll let you answer. Why am I answering? <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I almost <laughs> hesitate <laughs> to answer because this may also solidify it. But what I will say is that any time that you do something that affects your immune system, um, you're turning something on that basically is designed. It's a, it's a, it's a defense mechanism, and okay. it is designed to attack things. Um, if it attacks the wrong thing, then that's a bad thing. Just like me, a defense mechanism. When Andrew asks a question, I immediately step in. <laughs> it's, a, it's a natural. I can't even stop it. I try to stop it. 20 seconds here. Yeah, I just want to mention quickly, uh, the county does still post daily, but they don't send out to media. We had no cases in Oneida, Oneida County yesterday. No new cases. Wow, that's good. So that's always great news. And uh, there was one other thing. I know my time's running out. You were going to say goodbye to Dr. Hall and wish him a great weekend. Goodbye, Dr. Hall. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you, everybody. You too. Please be safe and have a great fourth. And you do the same. Thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Kent Hall from MVH. You know, what I was quickly going to say is on the vaccine, like all these healthcare professionals would be injecting them, themselves with something that would give them cancer. I mean, hello. That is true. And if you look at the staggering number of people, uh, the percentage of people who have died of COVID in May, 99.2% um, were unvaccinated. That says a lot. 